Hello and welcome to the Star Wars Legends Podcast, episode 13. I'm your host, Jeremy, and with me, I got my other host, Dylan. Hi, also known as John Tuttle. Well, We're back the after up. the catastrophe of last editing. God, I don't, don't remind me of that. I, I apologize, people. I apologize so many times. Um, let's get into this. So this is a rare opportunity. Since we don't have really any discuss, we have like one topic, maybe two to discuss. Well, I say two because Dylan's going to speak about Armada, and I'm just going to smile and nod, even though I have no frame of reference with Armada. So we've got the the audience can submit questions, and we'll read them live to tape. So ask away. All right, Dylan, let's get into the Armada talk. Well, well I don't know how this flew under the radar for as long as it did. Um, or at least under my radar, because I follow um, uh, Fantasy Flight a lot. Of, but apparently in April, on April 22nd, Fantasy Flight made a multiplayer scenario for Star Wars Armada called Take the Station. It's uh, three to four players, so you, know, you can actually play with multiple people. Uh, a smaller game. Uh, the current um, the current tournament rules, you have 400-point fleets. In this game, you have 150-point fleets. You don't have a flagship, so no commanders. There's no objective cards because it's basically an objective. It's basically you start at each four of the four corners into the map uh, on, the, uh, on the board. And then the first four players to get uh, – the first three players, I'm sorry, to get to the center of the map get a victory token, token which gives them – points um and the faster you get to the and the uh, further faster you get there the more points you get and it's actually i think it's written in the rules in a way that a uh, multiple player if you get two of your ships then you can get two of the tokens so you can it's kind of a race to the center but at the same time it's built in a way that it's not based on the overall points at the end of the game are based on the points of ships you have left not the points of ship you killed so it's kind of a race race to the middle, but also survive kind of thing. Hmm. It's very interesting. I haven't had a chance to play it yet, but I've been, since I've seen it, I've been kind of putting together some fleets to try to try out, because I'm at 150 points in the game is not a lot, considering an Imperial Star Destroyer the um, is 120 points, a Mon Calamari Cruiser is 106 points, so if you take the big ships, you're basically investing all of your points into one ship, and you don't get any Starfighters or anything like that, and that's not even counting upgrades. So, experiment to see if it's better to have one really heavily armed ship or a bunch of smaller, um, a bunch of smaller ships that are lightly armed, but you, there's a bunch of them, so you can kind of swarm and kind of use their speed to get the tokens early. But it's a great concept. I can't believe it's been this long, and I haven't found out about it, and I'm excited to play it. But that's now, the Armada are news. Are you yeah. gonna actually play this with someone? Or are you just going to play this by yourself? Are you going to play with John Sadler? John Sadler lives in Illinois. I'm you not going to play with him. You are John Sadler. Can we do <sighs> No. Dylan, this is your therapist talking. Sadler. <laughs> to the two of you watching now, um, you have any questions? Because we're out of topics. <laughs> well, we could talk about the um, the Rogue One thing. Do we have to? 
I suppose so. I mean, we got nothing better to do. So if you've been living under a rock for the past day, if or you're, if you're an Expand Universe fan that doesn't really care, apparently it came out that um, Forrest Whitaker's player in Rogue One, uh, sorry, not player, character in Rogue One, was is a character who appeared in Season 5 of Dave Filoni's The Clone Wars. I don't think anyone got that far. They but it's bringing up... I'm actually laughing in all my non-expanded universe groups I'm in because I've just kind of joined a lot of groups and then haven't left them anywhere. They show up on my feet every now and then. I see a bunch of people like, oh, this is so great that they're bringing someone from – they're bringing someone from like not the movies, but they're making him in the movie and making him fully canon. It's so great because they've never done anything like this before, especially with the Clone Wars era. We've never seen a character from the Clone Wars era make it into the movie that was previously established outside of the movies and all that other kind of you know bullcrap that we know is not true at all. Oh. <laughs> so dumb. Your reaction. <laughs> oh my god. God, this is so fucking ignorant. I don't even have a rebuttal. You don't? I don't, because this is so fucking stupid. I didn't think it would affect me that badly, but it did. Hmm. You know, you remember Ayla Sakura? Yeah. Fanboys That's exactly the, that was the exactly the character I was talking about. Uh, or Quinlan Voss, even. Well, Clement, wait, wasn't when did Quinlan Voss show up again? I always forget his reference. Or um, in the movie? Yeah, he's in episode one. Okay, that's when I thought it was, but I thought it's too early for that. Anyway, there. <sighs> well, that's it, folks. Goodbye. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, God. I don't even think the questions thing is working because I'm on the thing right now and I don't see a way you can ask questions. If it is not working, then yeah, just type the question. It to Google Plus. Oh. Uh, also, just refresh your YouTube feed of it. Refresh. I was having to do both during my live Q&A. Hmm. No. Um, there's not a lot really to talk about tonight. Hey, hit 220 subscribers. Yeah, you going to do anything special for 250 or are you waiting for 300 Uh, It all depends on how quickly I ascend to 250 Um, If it's after Gen Con, then probably, yeah. It's before no. Disclaimer: Dylan and I are both going to Matt Matt Wilkins' house, and then going to Gen Con. The three mm -hmm. of us. Yeah, because um, Jeremy and I lo love meeting older men on the internet and go going to their house. House, you know. It's uh, a, you know, you can't kink shame here. This is a kink shame free zone. All right. You know, no one likes when people are just douchebags to one another because of their kinks. All right. Take it easy. <laughs> anyway.
Uh, what else? <laughs> the title going? of this episode: Don't kink shame. The title of this episode is: We don't even have a topic. Oh, speaking of um, our three people who are watching now, if one of you is uh, Darth Grocer, because we recently found out that Darth Grocer actually watches the show. Not sure if he's a fan of the show or if he just is watches it, Darth, it. But Darth Grocer or is it Darth Harasser? Oh, that's right. Yeah, Darth Harasser. Well, I think Darth Grocer watches the show too, but. Yeah, if you're watching this, Darth Grocer and or Darth Rasher, hi. Hope you're enjoying it. We got a um, question. We got a question on the YouTubes right now. Yay. Refresh, refresh your feed. I can't open it on here because then it'll start playing <laughs> on my phone, and that happened last time, and that was cringeworthy. Was it more cringeworthy than the time that we were off the air? For two minutes. For like, no, nothing. <laughs> well, I tried to figure out what was happening. Uh, no, not since um, Darth Grocer on Minox Nest said he could go without sex for the rest of his life. <laughs> to make fun that of was totally random. No, not not since Darth Grocer said um, the famous phrase that we always repeat when we're on Skype chats at least once. <laughs> oh yeah, Can, do you want me to do it? You're better at it. Actually, Matt's the best at it, but Matt he's not here right best. now. Matt is officially the best. Uh, I, I will wait on that one. Tiffany asks, is Jeremy single? Alas, yeah, I am. Hit, hit me up, ladies. Or gents, you know. No, uh, no not the gents. Jeremy likes to swing both ways. Well, I mean, we're going to... A, Oh no. Oh no, the reverse has happened, people. Dylan's been dropped from the call. Oh boy. I'd like to thank our sponsor Comcast for great internet in LA. Oh yes. Oh yes, our good sponsor Comcast. Such wonderful such a wonderful sponsor. <laughs> Where was I? Uh let's see, Darth Grocer. Oh boy. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> do we? Why am I on Legends 12? Oh, Dark Snowvia asked a question on Legends 12. <laughs> Jesus. Dark Snowvia, why do you have to give me a two paragraph question? <laughs> Dylan, read it. I have to go to the. Oh my God. Let me get my oh phone. Oh my God. <laughs> We're both on the, the phones. Am I on? What one am I on? This is so bad that I don't know what fucking Google Hangout I'm on, you know? What Legends episode this is. But where were we? Yeah, uh, Tiffany, I am. I am single. And I was going to make a joke about how we're going to go see Matt again, but I don't want to landmine this joke with uh, John Sadler here. All right. Okay. I got I totally question. missed that wink, Dylan. It was perfect. The landmine? That's my joke, too. By the way, landmine, for those of you who don't Not know. Not the landmine. Oh, my God, Dylan. You really missed the joke. Hello. I was trying to do your job and trying to figure out what the question was. I found, okay. figured out what the question was, but I didn't feel like reading it. <laughs> oh That's Dylan's job. That's why I have him on here and don't pay him. Okay. I'm just here to A some cues. You guys Q and I'll A them. Anyway, what and was the joke again? 
Oh, no, it's done. It's dead. <laughs> it's dead, more dead than Oprah Winfrey's talk show. Anyway. More dead than Darth Harasser's chances of getting back into the movement. Or Darth Harasser being irrelevant again. Hey, oh, asshole. Thanks for watching the show. I'm glad to see you unfriended me and then sent Dylan a passive-aggressive crybaby message. Oh, he blocked me. He blocked me and he kick-blocked me from the from his group. Oh, yeah, I've, I'm... I'm kicked out of that group, too. I don't even know where it went. Or maybe I left it. I don't remember anymore. Yeah. Yeah. See you next time. Anyway, can you read the question, so, please? So, this is, who is a bigger Mary Sue or Gary Sue? Starkiller or Ahsoka? There's a Gary Sue? I did, I've never heard that term before. I'm assuming from the context, it's a male equivalent of a Mary Sue. I guess. But okay, can you... I don't mean to sound like the dumbass here. Can you refresh me on what a Mary Sue is? Is that like they're perfect in every way? Kind of. I, I, I know it's they're perfect to the point where... Yeah. Is that? Okay. Oh, it'd be Starkiller. Because Ahsoka at least fucks up. On a regular basis, she does something stupid. And then it, it, it's just half the time she reaps the consequences of her actions. I mean, not the full consequences, because I mean, General Grievous should have cut her in half in the, at the end of season one, but that didn't happen. Uh, but Starkiller, I guess mean, at the end, he pays the ultimate consequence. Spoilers Force Unleashed once, Starkiller dies. In the canon ending, he's he's deader than a doornail. Until they clone him, well, they try to pull the. Is he, not, is he the real? That oh, no, they try to make you think it. I <laughs> guess spent the, the whole did a good job of that, but the comic didn't. Yeah. The comic didn't even focus on him. Focused on Boba Fett, and it was a terrible Boba Fett story. And the game, I I knew he was he was the clone. I knew it. It's the they, the they. It was so half-assed. And can we go on a Force Unleashed two rant right now, Dylan? Sure. It's not a good game. It had the potential to be a really good game, but unfortunately, when you give someone two lightsabers and the same, and they you don't up the difficulty in the game, the game is just broken. I think there were two times where I died in one playthrough. A normal difficulty, twice. It wasn't even at the end. Like the when you fight Vader at the end, easy, really, really easy. I had no difficulty with that. I had the two times had to do. One was a stupid quick time event that I just screwed up, and the other one was uh, fighting way too many ATSTs at once. Really, because I had problems with, at the beginning of the game, the train on Kesem Noda when you're fighting the airship, just because I hadn't unlocked the force power that lets me, like, grab multiple items at the same time. Oh, that's right. That's what I meant by the quick time event. Yeah. I forgot that that, that has free control, I, because part of the end of it has a quick time event. Yeah, that was stupid. I hate that fucking mission. Oh. Oh, you brought back the bad memories. I still like that game because it's the only game that allows me to bowling pin stormtroopers. 
Or uh, it's a really satisfying two bowling pin stormtroopers in that game. I don't know. I liked it in one better. I mean, still hmm. bowling pin and Force Unleashed one. I just think Force Unleashed one. Av the first half of the game is fantastic. The second half, you go to the same levels again. And you have some dumb bosses. Do you remember Frank Miller? The end of Force Unleashed one. Not the not when you fight Vader, but the I don't even remember. Was it on Raxus Prime? I think it was. Where you fight Proxy and he takes the form of Darth Maul. Just for length. Yeah, it, it, it's it's not canon. I don't think it happened in the book. It didn't happen in the comic. You don't go to Rexus Prime again. By the way, can I just Rexus Prime in the comic at all? Now that I think about it. By the way, can I just take a moment to uh, shout out Frank Miller's evil hat for having the best comment ever? The only true answer, of course, Ray the Mary Sueish of them all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I will I say that every character that's a protagonist in The Force Awakens, except Finn. Back to the circular thing, though, I will say that with every single video game protagonist, you have to take the game itself, gameplay itself, with a grain of salt, that the character needs to be overpowered just for the sake of gameplay to get you through it. The real character is S. Cannon. The real character is not as powerful as theirs portrayed in the game because a normal power character in the game isn't going to make for a fun game. So they have to overpower them from that aspect. Now, I haven't read either of the two Force and Least books, so I can't comment on him. But I, what I do know is that Starkiller was, while he was very strong in the Force, he was a terrible duelist, and he really had, he really had nothing else other to him than he was just a wep He was a weapon. That was all he, all his character was. He was really good at it, but he didn't really have much of anything else. So. Oh boy. Yeah, Ahsoka's bad too. Ahsoka is pretty well, that, well that was interesting. Um anything else, people? Anything? I already have a like. Basically just refreshing the page right now to see if we get anything. Um let's see. We talk about we haven't we talked, talked about, about the reading. Well, um, I think I was still reading this in the last one. It's just to be boring, but I'm still reading um, Fate of the Jedi you, Omen. You haven't started Omen yet. Oh, I've started Omen. I'm a couple chapters in. Okay, yeah. Oh, I had it in the last one, yeah. So I've made progress. I'm, re I'm still reading it, but I mean, it's a, it's a really short book. Now I can see here. Yeah, I it's think like it's only like, of, uh... it's like 276 pages. That means it's even shorter in the hardcover. Um, let's see. And is that all you're reading? Pretty much. Oh, I had a question for you. Mm -hmm. Are you going to read Lost Tribe of the Sith? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to swing through that back on my upswing because once I'm done with the. Um, once I'm done with the road to Crucible, I get to Crucible. What I'm gonna do is, I don't want to um, 
go through the rest of the EU timeline because I basically started at Truce Pecora and read all the Bantam books and then basically the Road to Crucible, skipping some comics, some stuff here and there uh, that were tertiary stuff. But I don't want to start reading through the books and then reading all the ones I hear good things about first and then have to trug through all the bad stuff at the very end. So I think the best way to get through that is to start with Dawn of the Jedi Into the Void and read them completely chronologically. So I'll hit Lost Tribe of the Sith somewhere. I'll hit Lost Tribe of the Sith somewhere in the beginning. Uh, you'll hit it second if you're just reading all the novels. That's next. Yeah. If you're not going to read the comics. If you read the well, the comics, I, the comics I still have no order for. Because it's so intimidating seeing them all. I'm like, oh, what to read next, though? I give you. I I give you. Uh, I know what to read. I know, but I forget. Read Rise of the Sith. That's actually a good one to start with. If you want to read some prequel era stuff, like right before Phantom Menace, all that stuff's. Uh, well, the first two stories are just meh. Obi Wan Qui Gon stories. Um. But the rest, uh, Darth Maul, the miniseries, really good. Prelude to Rebellion is what ends it, and that's fantastic. Which is a Keanu Moody story. And let's see what I'm reading. Um, still trudging through New Republic Bloodline. Oh, I have some gripes about this book, Dylan. Okay. First of all, Chewbacca no longer hangs out with Han Solo anymore. He went back to Kashyyyk. So I guess okay. life debts are not the same thing they were in the EU. Mm -hmm. um, another thing. So there are two parties in the Senate in the new canon. You got the pulpists, which are about um, keeping central government of individual planets and then having the overarching Senate. And then they're centralists who are basically borderline um, we need to have a bigger, uh, more control of the se The Senate needs to have more control over the planets. Mm -hmm. Borderline becoming an empire again. Right. So Leia has to go off on this mission, and it's like her last hurrah before she quits being a senator. And she has to go with this guy, Casterfo, who is a centrist, and Leia's a pulpist. And she goes to his office. And this was what I read last night, and it was horrible. It was hard to read. It was so bad. And he's got all these imperial artifacts. Well, he was young. So this is this is a number of years after Return of the Jedi. And he was like a baby during the Battle of Endor. So like he wasn't alive for the Empire. But he says, quote, that the Empire wouldn't be would have been fine if Palpatine hadn't hadn't been the Emperor. And then they have an argument. But the thing is, it's so out of character for Leia would suck it up and deal with it and internally be pissed, but instead she's externally throwing a fit. It's incredibly out of character for her, especially at the age she's at now. It will How long is this after? That's the thing. I don't know. Uh, because they won't give times anymore. I know it's a it's a closer to Force Awakens than Return of the Jedi. She and Han are still together, but I don't know where Ben is, Ben Solo is or Kylo Ren. We don't know. I don't know if he's just been sent to the temple. There's no talk of him 
Or he is now Kylo Ren. He's killed all the Jedi Knights. There's no time. That's another annoying thing. So, and this book is so fucking boring. I think I'm going to have to, qu I'm going to quit reading it and switch the audio. Like, oh my lord. <laughs> and this I have to take this, people. I this podcast also brought to you by Jeremy's Phone Line. Jeremy's Phone Line. Interrupting podcasts since 2016. Anyway. Um, I guess while we're on the topic of new canon stuff, um, Star Wars books have been posting, um, what do you call them? They've been posting little, like, teaser uh, stuff for up-and-coming Aftermath Life Debt. And one of them, which everyone is going, like, like frothing the mouth over, includes, like, a, like a scene where Leia is... Because you know he couldn't um, he couldn't copy from heir to the um, uh, um, the Thrawn trilogy enough. So yeah, uh, aftermath's gonna have pregnant Leia, and then probably Empire's End is gonna have the birth of Ben, because again, you know, completely original idea having the first major trilogy um, give birth to the offspring of the Solos at the end of the third novel. Completely original, never done before. Never in the history of Star Wars. Man, I hate you. I think it was so awful. And the worst is I'm actually hearing good things about his Force Awakens comic book adaptation. Which I have not read. I don't get paid till Friday, so I didn't get to do that. Get it anyway? I thought you said you were done. I have. Okay, this is why I have to get it. Because it's on my poll. They put it on there automatically, and I can't get out of it. So I have to get the number one issue. So just get it, and then throw it away. No, I'll probably wipe my ass with it first, and then throw it away. <sighs> I know, it fucking sucks, man. Oh, I'm not even done with my bullshit with the new canon. This is, this is what you get. This is karma for all of the... All of the what? Nothing? Me suffering through the new canon? I don't think I've liked any of it, really. I've been mildly entertained at best. God, uh, Han Solo number one sucked butt. Star Wars 20 sucked butt. Although I will say, Uncle Owen needed to change his space diapers at the end of that story. Because mm. every single time they drew him, he either was crying, screaming, or shitting his pants. It was so bad, Dylan. It was very cringeworthy. I'm dropping everything. Everything's getting pulled <laughs> off the pole at this point. I'm done, <laughs> New Cannon. Done. Stick a fork in it, bitch. It's done. There you have it. Bro, Jeremy. Jeremy. It, it put in the title description... Don't kink shame, and Jeremy quits the new canon. Although I might listen to Aftermath Life. Aftermath Life. Oh Death my God! The airport <laughs> because it'll keep me awake with its worthiness. <laughs> I drive that early in the morning to, to the airport. Is it true hey, that not even Mark Thompson can salvage that book? 
Dylan, I have to listen. I have to do something. Well, okay, because Dylan and I, our first flight, because we don't live anywhere near close to each other. We just live in the same state. So our flights meet up, and where where where's our layover at? Is it? Are we in Dallas? Or are we in Houston? It's, we're somewhere in Texas. We're so if you're at the Texas airport, you know, look look up look. If you're at an airport in Texas, around like the first or second of August, whenever we're the out first. there, the first, yeah. And you have seriously nothing better to do than meeting two Star Wars fans you watch on a podcast on YouTube. Um, I feel safe saying that because it's an airport, so the, you know they can't bring weapons or anything in there. Well, at the convention, I think we're going to get pat down as well. Yeah. We should get a panel. We should do a live... Um, Dylan, we, we can't afford do that. A That's close. That's close. Unless you want to put a panel in the airport terminal. <laughs> that there. But the thing is, you don't have nearly as long a layover. I only think you have a two-hour layover. I have a five-hour layover. So that's three hours I need to kill listening to Aftermath Life Dead. Or you can, you know, just read some myself, good That's a good universe. idea, too. Yeah, hang myself from the airport terminal. That's a, that's a great idea. Actually, people don't commit suicide over the new cannon. That's like the worst thing you could do. Yeah. Yeah, we, we do not... This podcast does not support suicide. Mm-hmm. Over the new cannon. Right. Shaming over the new cannon, you know. Choose choose life um, if you're and you really think there's no other way. There is hope. There is a great universe. It's called Legends. It's a lot better. It's well-structured. It's well-written. Like 90% of it, there are, you know, Crystal Star and all that. There are, every now and then there's a Crystal Star. But... It's a lot better. It actually has continuity. The characters make sense. There's Give it a try. A timeline. There's actually a timeline. Give it a try. If you're if you're suffering through the new canon and you want something good, give Legends a try. Trust us, you won't regret it. God, dude. And also War for President. Yeah, he'll put a wall around Disney and make Bob Iger pay for it. Although I heard he's actually losing money in his uh, campaign. He had to fire Matt Wilkins. Being his campaign manager. Oh. Yeah. Good. Sad times. Trouble in the, the movement. We keep losing viewers. I think it's because of my suicide talk. <laughs> and I think it's because people are like, they're like, oh, this seems interesting. Then they start listening to them like, oh my god, these people suck. And then they, they do something else. Yeah, I don't know. People are wondering... Now, people are wondering, is Dylan single? Well, I, I have something for you. To that so, question. Gen Con, I'm officially announcing this contest. We are not doing right it. Now. Win a date with Dylan. We are not doing win a date yes, with Dylan. Yes, we are, Dylan. You need this. <laughs> for all you lovely ladies out there, you can win a date with none other than. The Armada Champ, Dylan. First hit, Arm Star Wars Armada Aficionado. I wouldn't even call myself an aficionado. Dylan, shut up. I'm, make, I'm make, fluffing out this better for you. 
what you need to do is comment why you should win a date with Dylan. Don't and, oversell it. It's not great. Trust me. With Dylan. Dylan, shut up. Don't ruin this for yourself. You need this. All right? Like, I don't know. Imagine reading Aftermath. That's probably a more um, enjoyable experience than having a conversation don't, with me don't, in life. Don't, don't undersell yourself. You're, you're a diamond in the rough <laughs> in the movement. You know? I'm a diamond in a space diaper. <laughs> and we lost most of our viewers there. <laughs> I think I alienated our male viewers. I mean, I guess you could win a date with Dylan, too. He'll take you to play Armada. <laughs> and Dylan's last picture. Oh, boy. I'd like to thank our sponsor once again, Comcast. <laughs> oh, man. What if they, like, they actually like call us and be like, hey, uh, we'd actually we like want to partner with you. <laughs> God, what if we had a Patreon, Dylan? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'd just spend the money on cocaine. What if we had more than five viewers? Hey, we do. It's six. Oh. <laughs> Someone exit, close the uh, YouTube right now. So, so it's everyone's... Oh, man. Frank right Miller's now. evil hat uh, earns the uh, Legends Podcast Award for most for best commenter. Yeah, this dude's a gem, man. And I mean that seriously, dude. You, you, you're on point, man. I need more beer. No, you don't. Yeah. You actually have to walk up the stairs today. Hey, dude, I've only had like one Corona today. I have to drink oh. the cheap beer because we had a party at my house, and my buddy's house is alcohol-free. So he just left me with all the cheap beer. So I've been drinking Corona for the last two weeks because, you know, it's not payday yet. It's awful. There's oh, no another thing. Another thing that um is coming up. So it's been uh this is a big thing in the movement of um this weekend, but it's been about a year since the Hasbro fan poll. Oh shit, has it really? When we voted in a landslide victory, forty six to like twenty one, um which is the second place for Darth Revan. And it's still not out. Now, to be fair, Sadine, Sabine, which they like shenanigans second placed in because she was getting promoted and they were pretty much going to make her a, the figure is there. But still, it's been a year. Where's my Revan? Yeah, where is Revan? I'd actually buy that toy. I'm not a toy collector by any means i got that they wouldn't release it at christmas mm -hmm. because they were too busy with force awakens merchandise that made sense that would just be too much but not but now we don't have a revan mm -hmm. and i'm not going to bring up the whole issue about this because it's been talked to death but i will bring up the one point of it is that hasbro in like a couple weeks managed to make an action figure for the Chewbacca mom. But it's been a year, and we still don't have our Revan. Oh, yeah, the Chewbacca it's, woman has her own 
Yeah. I, again, I don't want to get too much into that because it's been talked about the death, and really, it's just complaining at this point that because you know when have we been? Have we're, we we're not. We're not about complaining about, about things on here. This podcast. No, because we're not about complaining about anything here. We don't complain about things. Yeah, we definitely don't, don't complain know. about how Dave Filoni is a hack fraud, and his show sucks, and it attracts the benders, as well, Tim would say. The benders. <laughs> yeah, that's a throwback. We haven't used that term in a long time. I think only Tim uses it now. Yeah, uh, well... Not, Should we explain to, to yeah, yeah I don't we, think we talk uh, about so benders on this. Dylan used to be on a podcast called the Minox Nest. Um, Dylan was on there a few times. I ended up being a, a host because I kept I had to edit several of them in a row because our good friend Tristan never edited his stuff. Now he's with the semen. He is one of the semen, covered in semen. Surrounded by semen, all day, every day, semen. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's what happens when you listen to Navy. <laughs> anyway, so Tim, one of the other hosts, he referred to like I don't even know Rebels fans. I think is benders. Like they bent to the will of Disney, or they bend also, over for Disney, depending on what mood he's in. Yeah. But also because the stormtroopers in one episode of Rebels moved incorrectly for their armor, it was like they were, they were just they were Gumbies. Probably some person's like, "What the fuck is a Gumby?" Gumby was a claymation. They're character. probably like that like that person that claimed that they three uh, D printed a save button. Uh... Did you see that? There was a no. meme going around. It was like a floppy disk, and they were claiming that they 3D printed it. I don't intentionally look up stupidity <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> I don't either. It just appears in my feed. I need to. I have no clue how this thing works. I can't hide sh- stuff like that. God, it's a, that sounds horrendous. <laughs> um, do we have any more questions here? I'm running out of steam. Um. We have Frank Miller's Evil Hat 1. Hey. And not to be outdone, Frank Miller's Evil Hat 2, who's probably out there somewhere. And then Frank Miller's Evil Hat. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, him too. And then, of course, Frank Miller, one of my fave comic writers. God, we should. What if Frank Miller wrote a Star Wars story? Do you know who what Frank What if Chuck Wendig wrote a good Star Wars story? Who, what? What if Chuck Wendig wrote a good Star Wars story? And it was Legends? Oh, God. Um, Like, that's probably what they would do. They would probably continue the expanded universe and have Chuck Wendig write Sword of the Jedi, just to piss us off. You know? This is a gentle finger. You know, so, you know what would happen if that were the case? So, you know the Trump rally, like, a couple days ago that... That kid pulled the gun and tried to shoot Trump and then said he would gladly do it again. That's probably going to happen. The Edward, uh, Darth Grocer, is probably the one that's going to be like, a good, good, web of one. Because Bernie's not going to be president. 
It would probably happen at a convention while Darth Harasser was um, was harassing people. Yeah. <laughs> making them join his group. They work it together. It probably happened at the... Darth Maybe Har a tag team. It's the rule of two, and it's fighting. <laughs> but who would take over when Darth... I should have laughed my own jokes. That sounds really narcissistic. Um, it was really funny, though. Of course, that's a master. We all know how Darth Haraster likes to be in control, so that'd be interesting. Corsic would also explain the inevitable betrayal, also known yeah. of Rule of Two. Dorf West. I just want weed when I'm angry at someone. Well, he can read plenty of his um, passive-aggressive novels that he sends out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm still working on the last one. I'm only on the uh, only on the 136 page of it. So oh. I've got like a third of the way done. It's so terrible. It's so cringeworthy. Uh, oh, yeah, Frank Miller's evil hat one killed Frank Miller's evil hat two. <laughs> uh, someone called the police. Right. He killed it. Let's see, what's... Um, okay. We resorted to heckling our audience. <laughs> our one commenter. Yeah. Well, you know, at least we're getting comments. Yeah. Well, I'm glad Tiffany is happy that I'm single. I'm happy too, in all seriousness. I I, I don't. Well, I'll get into it because she ran through the middle of one of my videos. It didn't end well. It was rather embarrassing, and I'm glad it's over. It lasted like a weekend. Uh, it was a whole week. Oh, it was. Okay, I was making a well, joke. It was a week, and you know. It just wasn't, eh. there was no maturity on the other end. And of course, you know, I'm just the honky devil. You know, mm -hmm. God forbid I do something that offends someone. Oh boy. Dylan knows this. You might, I am the honky white devil. Mm -hmm. True story. People you should see what he says in the after show. What, what? I said, you, you, you guys should see what he says in the after show. I should record one discreetly and send it out. It'll forever ruin your chances of a political career. Dude, being on that Minox nest ruined oh, yeah, everyone. I think that ruined anyone's chance who listened to that of having a political career. I think everyone who listened to Monox says 19 and 19 and a half is now on a list. Yeah. <laughs> At the Pentagon, it's the, you know, they got the terrorist list, and then they had the people who watched Minox Nest 19 and 19 and a half. <laughs> God, never have I tried to hold a podcast together, and I was the politically correct one. That should say something. But hey, Dylan was on there. Well, I should say John Sadler was. The white person there. Wait. Are you whiter? Because Sadler's a ginger, but you're really pale. Who would be whiter? Uh, uh, you're obviously whiter. John no. Sadler. 
the real John Sadler. Oh, you mean the filthy casual? Uh, the filthy yes. casual is a lot wider than I am. Okay. It's the lighting here. I didn't turn on my my spotlights. I turned on one and turned on. Meanwhile, the other. I'm really dark because I have only one light. My yeah, other lights all look, the way over there. You look like you're, you're one of those people that goes on Omegle and just jacks off. <laughs> <laughs> the one they um, secret, or maybe those people on Omegle that um gets in a conversation with Johnny and then he uh, has a seven month relationship with them when they when all it is is just insulting her. <laughs> God, I miss those guys. When are we playing Cards Against Humanity again? Oh, wait, never, because Johnny has the deck and he won't give it to anyone. Uh, yeah, and Nolan won't talk to us anymore. <laughs> oh, dude, we used to be so good friends with the Battlefront Network. Remember when Battlefront Network was relevant when they thought the game was going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread and it turned out to be other shite? Mm -hmm. And remember when um, Django got a, f a free copy of the Battlefront um, and, and then wished he got his money back? <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> um, no. Uh, speaking of Battlefront, they're they're adding EU to the DLC. Oh yeah, that's right. It's something I remembered. Bill and I were t Bill yeah. and, Matt and I were all talking about this uh, last week. Um, yeah, there's a Bespin map pack which has some maps from the expanded universe, and they're even saying like take a. They're even advertising it as legends. Legend. It's so wonderful. It makes me happy on the inside. Makes your insides happy. It's good to weed when you're angry at someone. Twisting. Oh, thank you. See, at least I, I have a I have someone who boasts my uh, my wonderfulness. And here's Tiffany. Because Dylan doesn't. Dylan doesn't even like me that much. He's probably horrified that he's going to be stuck with Matt and me for like nine days. I just saw a meme of, it was like a Spongebob of a guy writing a paper and he's like, finally, a full EU timeline, including the the uh, Clone Wars with Filoni's show with no contradictions at all. And then like the next panel is like, it's just getting completely destroyed. I should send that to Matt. Oh, dude! So Frank Miller's hat, Evil One, is as uh, giving a synopsis of uh, well, uh, just a pitch of what Frank Miller's uh, Frank Miller Star Wars book would be. Lot and he's quote lots of internal monologue, black and white with only a few splashes of color. Oh, I guess he Frank Miller's also drawing this, so it's like Sin City. Oh, definitely prostitutes, bulky mm -hmm. characters. Some references to 300, lots of violence, over-the-top characterization, and hard-boiledness. Boil so basically a little bit of squick and awesome. Yeah. You and me, man. Fucking Frank Miller number one, dude. Dark Knight Returns, his Daredevil run, Born Again, Man Without Fear. Hell, I even like Electra Assassin. Love Sin City, love 300. I'm even a fan of Dark Knight Strikes Again. But number one in my heart is still your one. Well, actually, I don't know. Dark Knight Returns, though. They're like... Could you imagine Red Harvest written by Frank Miller? Dude, that would have been awesome. Only 
all the female Sith would either want sex all the time, or they would just be prostitutes, like dorm prostitutes. I could see it now. <laughs> that is Sith Academy. Everyone would monologue, and there'd be one guy who's like really big. He's got bandages all over his face. He basically they call him Mar Darth Marv. And he just beat the crap out of people and forget what he was doing. And realizes, like, oh, shit. I killed these people. <laughs> Uh-oh, I guess I'm a Sith. Then you know, there'd be zombies. What, oh, I just thought of a Red Harvest parallels to Sin City. Because that first... I don't Have you ever read Sin City, Dylan? Um... No, the only I've only seen the first movie. Well, that's practically the first the first two volumes and the fourth volume word for word. I think there's one scene they take out of it. It's the best comic book adaptation ever in my opinion that wasn't a DC animated movie because it's just it's just word for word panel for panel practically the comic. Well, the exception of Jessica Alba has a bra on whereas in her character Nancy them baps are hanging out the whole time. But Sin City 2, Dame to Kill For, that movie, trash. That's what I called the post-9-11 Frank Miller. So don't see that. It's bad. It's really, 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 really bad. Yeah. Well, A, it was um, released 8 million years after... You know, anyone cared about it? Got, yeah, it, it was really. Oh, dude, when did that come out? I want to see. Seven, it looked like a year or two ago. It, yeah. No, it came out a couple. I think it came out in 2014. Yeah, a year or two ago, or two years ago, I guess. Yeah, it was awful. Oh, I remember. I saw that. Like, I saved money because I was unemployed, and I went and saw that. And I, I saw there's two other people in the theater, and it was the second day it had been out. And I'm like, this sucked. This is one of the worst. It's the worst. It's one of the worst comic book movies I've ever seen. It may. It doesn't. I think it beats out Batman and Robin in my book of worst comic book movies. Yeah, but wow. Why are we even calling this a Star Wars Legends podcast? <laughs> I know this has become Crossroads of the Let of the On Reverse. But only I actually, no, it's better. It, it won't be taken away. Exactly. Well, that's until you know Comcast strikes again, and then we'll lose half the odd. We'll. <laughs> I just thought of Frank Miller writing a series of books on Comcast. <laughs> <laughs> Teamed up with Alan Moore. <laughs> you know what I've been reading? Because I don't want to read New Republic Bloodline. Hmm. I'm reading Wonder Woman Earth One. I think I'm going to review it this weekend. Hopefully, we get Hexter Dust soon. It's supposed to come on December, though. I want that so bad. We can talk about Hexter Dust because it's John Ostrander. So, and Janderismo. And Janderismo are probably one of our, our favorite team ever on comics. 
I mean, Legacy, Dawn of the Jedi, um, Republic, um, they've been teamed up for some of the volumes of the uh, just the Jedi one shots, or were they? Was that also Republic? The Jedi one shots. They were one yeah. shots. No, know. was that were they marketed as Republic? No, they were one shots in a bit. Okay. Of All right. Oh, I can talk about. I read an issue of the old Marvel stuff. Well, I read half of it. Imagine if. Um, I don't know what you just said, Dylan, but okay. I was just going to say, John Ostrander is like if Timothy Zahn wrote comics. Timothy Zahn did write comics, believe it or not. I know he did, but. He wrote Star Lord. You know, from Guardians of the Galaxy, he wrote, he has Star Lord run really? in the nineties. Yeah, weird, right? Yeah, I stumbled across it not too long ago. At least it could be another Zon. I'm pretty sure it was Timothy Zon. I was like, what the hell? But I mean, he did. Let's see what I'm trying to think of. What con he, I think he wrote more than just Marge by the Emperor's hand. <clears throat> he was a part of Union. Stackpole headed Union, but I think he was on like... Oh, so I can blame him for that too. I know he had a hand in when they they took the Thrawn trilogy and adapted it to comics. Yeah, but that's kind of cheating. <sighs> Excuse me. Um. <laughs> oh, no shit. But no, Zahn was more of a novelist, in my opinion. I think that's better suited to him. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think that's about all we have to talk about today. Uh, if you guys want to get a hold of me, you know, talk in the Stupid Chainsaw Productions group. Hey, Dylan, did you know I have a group? Yeah, I know. I'm trying to use it again. It's the Stupid Chainsaw Productions film group on Facebook. Go check it out. It's linked in my um, in my YouTube channel description. Also, shoot me a message on Twitter or a tweet. Or you can shoot me a direct message on Instagram and look at my lovely collages of my supervisor looking like he took a shit in the bail bin. Or you can send me a message on Facebook and then maybe one day he'll check his other inbox and see it. Uh, I don't recommend that because my Facebook is so private now that even it take it's such an ordeal to accept a friend request. I have to send a friend request to the person who sent me a friend request in order for it to work. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Anyway, guys, you know, have a nice day. Thanks for the lovely comments. Um, Frank Miller's evil hat and Tiffany. You kind of saved the and podcast for a little bit. Uh, and Dark Snobia, thank you for the question. And can you, wh why do you have to write a fucking short story every time you get, I don't know. I like reading your comments. Then one last thing, I'd love to thank our wonderful sponsor, Con. <laughs> and also, don't forget, win a date with Dylan. Anyway, have a nice day. <laughs>